Welcome to the AMSL Implements Podcast, Guns, Gear, and Random Bullshit. This is Tim. It is May 13th, 2020, and this is episode number three. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the COVID-19 pandemic and how the firearms industry has stepped up to help flatten the curve and possibly save lives over the past couple months. Now, I saw the statistics that the FBI had published from the background checks that were ran through the NICS system from March and April of this year, and it stated that over 3.7 million background checks were ran in March and almost 3 million in April. So as demand increases on the firearm industry, some manufacturers have not only tried to keep up with their products, but they've also changed or teamed up with other companies to help with the ongoing needs of individuals as well as the healthcare industry uh, during this pandemic. Now, I was browsing the May edition of Shooting Industry, which is put out by FMG Publications, and I came across an article that highlighted the contributions of seven firearm manufacturers and an accessory manufacturer that changed their manufacturing process to start making things from hand sanitizer to face masks, gowns, and other PPE. Also listed in the article was the National Shooting Sports Foundation that made a $25,000 donation to its local emergency management office. And some other manufacturers or companies that were mentioned in the article were Otis Tech of New York State. It partnered up with a bottle and distribution company to make PPE and hand sanitizer, which they donated to two counties and one hospital in the Syracuse, New York area. Also highlighted in the article was Smith & Wesson from Massachusetts. They donated 10,000 pair of eye protection to medical practices and hospitals in the Springfield area. Radian out of Memphis, Tennessee, they donated over 14,095 masks to the St. Jude's Children's Hospital and other medical groups in their area. Next was VersaCarry. They are based out of Texas. They're a holster manufacturer, and they converted to make face shields and masks and were expected to deliver over 20,000 of each to hospitals, firefighters, EMTs, and other first responders in their area. The Allen Company out of Colorado, they changed their manufacturing to make PPE, face masks, and gowns. So I applaud those companies and manufacturers for helping to step up. And finally, on the list, or in the article, was Remington Arms. Now, Remington has been a 
United States-based company for over 200 years. They've been tagged as one of the oldest firearm manufacturers in the United States today. And they reached out to the federal and state governments in mid-March to offer them their 1 million square foot facility that they have down in southern New York. Now, they reached out in March and still had not heard anything back from either the state or the federal government in mid-April. So almost a whole month they went without any response and how their 1 million square foot facility could possibly be used to make PPE or hand sanitizers or ventilators. That's 1 million square foot of manufacturing space that basically was turned down by New York State and the federal government. So the way I see it is instead of taking up Remington on their offer to use their space to manufacture things like possibly ventilators or other things, the state sent the National Guard out to upstate hospitals to redistribute or take their inventory, and I heard reports up to 20% of hospital property or inventory was taken, and they redistributed it across the state instead of taking up Remington on their offer. The National Guard was used. I don't know the specifics of why that happened. I did do some research outside of just looking at this article, and there was some news stations down in the southern tier that did report the same thing as far as, you know, Remington reaching out to the state and the feds about using this facility. So it's uh, it's out there, and it's known about, but it's very, very discouraging knowing that this facility could have been used to make things to help with this uh, pandemic and help people that needed these things. Um, again, it was, you know, very discouraging to see that. And last, on a personal level or a local level, and it's not firearm related, but I'd like to recognize Richard Rawlings of the Gas Monkey Foundation for donating over 40,000 cans of their energy drink, Gas Monkey Energy, to the first responders in the Wayne and Monroe County area of New York. So in closing, I hope everybody's being safe out there. I'd like to thank you for listening. And hopefully as things start to open back up, things will get a little bit easier. Try to get out, get some fresh air, hit up a local park, find some trails. But get out, enjoy the weather. It appears to be turning and getting a little bit warmer outside, so that's nice. So again, thank you everybody for listening. We'll get through this sooner than later. Have a great day. Thanks.